0: So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I will be continuing our Kingdom Life series, looking at how to experience God's kingdom in the here and now. This series has been based on a passage in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22, that says the following, but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And this morning I want to talk to you about forgiveness as one of the kingdom principles by which we are called to live as kingdom citizens. So forgiveness is one of those topics, I think, that is so central to the message of the gospel. It's such a central theme to salvation, but it's also something that is such a big part of our everyday lives. We can all no doubt think of a situation where we either had to ask for forgiveness from someone or release forgiveness to someone for something. And whether we like it or not, in life, we will be Are faced with moments where we encounter forgiveness on either sides of that equation and it's not always easy or comfortable thing to do is it you know we almost have this defense mechanism built on the inside of us that says either you know defend at all costs you don't want to be in the wrong or it says hold on to the hurt and resentment because it gives you some measure of power or control because that's kind of our natural reaction to things. But neither of those two things are very helpful. And we know that neither of those two behaviors will produce the kind of kingdom living that Christ wants us to experience. You see, instead of trying to assign blame to other people, or hold on to hurt and resentment, we should be brave enough, powerful enough, strong enough to admit that we were wrong and ask for forgiveness from people. And when people hurt us, similarly, we should be brave enough and strong enough and powerful enough to offer forgiveness to those who ask. That's our supernatural reaction. You see, our natural reaction is one thing, but a supernatural reaction through the life of the Spirit is something else. And when we do that, when we choose our supernatural reaction, we flush out toxic influences in our relationships, and we invite heaven into them. And that's what produces the kind of life and the flow of God's grace that he desires for us. And it's part of our growth process to get better in this area as we mature and develop in our faith. It's such a, a powerful principle in relationships that actually, if we keep our perspective biblical on, on, on the idea of forgiveness, it actually becomes a strength builder between people when they embrace living in this way. And that's one of the benefits of of kingdom living is that you get to live through the power of forgiveness and experience new levels of freedom in your relationships. So what are some of the key ideas in scripture around this topic that that enable us to embrace this principle and apply it to our lives as kingdom citizens? Because when we do, that's when we see the fruit of the kingdom produced in us. Well, firstly, we know that that, that forgiving one another is a command from the Lord Jesus. Simply put, it's something that he calls us to, to walk in obedience in. It's something that pleases him when we do. So it's a good idea that we live this way, right? Ephesians 4.32, very, very plain. He says, be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ forgave you. So it's something we do because it's what the Lord Jesus asked of us to do. It's something that, that, that pleases Him, it's a way of honouring Him with our lives. You know, Jesus also even taught in, in His prayer, in the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6 verse 12, when He was t- teaching His disciples how to pray, He says, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. You see, there's a very important flow there that as we have been forgiven by God, we release that forgiveness To other people it's something that pleases him and it's a command from God It's part of walking in obedience with him secondly that verse also states that the reason for our willingness to forgive others is based on how much we have been forgiven by God in Christ Jesus it's very very simply put you know the Lord completely removed our sin from us he's not withholding his affection from us and so that is the model that's where the strength comes from that's where Our our primary example lies in terms of how we should and how we ought to forgive other people. You know, it sounds simple, but the ability to forgive is hard to find within our souls sometimes, isn't it? You know, especially if the other person really hurt us or really harmed us in some way. And we heard some unbelievable testimonies during the Alpha Course um, of how people forgave others for the most horrendous acts that were committed to them. Yet they all said it wasn't in their own strength that they were able to do so. It was the strength of Christ's forgiveness towards them that, was the, that had the power and the ability for them uh, to forgive others. The ability to forgive was found in the grace of God and in his forgiveness towards us. And so that's our strength. That's the flow of where our willingness to forgive comes from. And then thirdly, we should live and walk in the power of forgiveness because it's a critical characteristic of a kingdom citizen. It's a critical characteristic of a kingdom citizen because it reveals to others the king who we follow. in other words, we demonstrate the kingdom when we walk in forgiveness because it reveals the nature of who God is to the world. That's so important. We demonstrate the kingdom when we walk in forgiveness because it reveals the nature of God to the world. You know, Jesus tells a parable in Matthew 18 um, about how we ought to copy and live out the example of grace and mercy and forgiveness that we have found in Christ. It's extremely powerful and just to kind of paraphrase it, in in Matthew chapter 18, verse 23-35, to he tells a story about how there was a king who who called his servants together that that, that owed him money, that that had debt. And one servant was brought to him that owed him 10,000 talents. That's an enormous amount of money. And he begged this king and um, the king gave, uh, uh, forgave him. He said, it's okay. I forgive you. He released him. But the same servant went out to his fellow servants that owed him 100 denarii, which is a much smaller amount. And yet when one of them wasn't able to pay him, he wasn't willing to release the, the forgiveness to them either. He was, um, he was harsh and he wasn't kind. And the fellow servants reported what had happened to this king. And the king called him and said, um, "In I think it's in verse 30, he says, And should you not have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in his anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. It's such a punchy verse. And it's a very clear guideline that we have from the Lord that we are to model Kingdom living, model the nature of our king by, by offering mercy, offering forgiveness and walking in this, this kind of life uh, with other people because it reflects who God is. That's very important. And then finally, we walk in the power and principle of forgiveness because it cultivates love and love is a cornerstone of the kingdom. This is an amazing verse with a wonderful promise. Proverbs 17 verse 9, it says, love prospers when a fault is forgiven. But dwelling on it separates close friends. Love prospers when a fault is forgiven. Isn't that a wonderful promise to hold onto this morning when it comes to walking in the principle of forgiveness in our lives? That verse says that love prospers when a fault is forgiven. And I'm sure we can all testify to the fact that we experienced love and newness of life and freedom in our relationships when we chose to forgive other people. You know, love prospers. We make room for it to flourish when we apply the relationship principle of forgiveness to our lives. And of course, we know what happens when we have more love in our relationships, right? 1 John 4.18 says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. You know, we can confidently say that when we forgive, we give love a chance to prosper. And when love prospers, fear flees. And I'm sure that more of us, I'm sure that all of us want more love and less fear in our relationships, right? So we can be willing and brave enough to practice the art of forgiveness, and when we do, watch how the power of God's love chases away fear and introduces more love into our relationships. So I hope that was an encouragement for you this morning. I'm going to take a moment to pray with us, uh, and then we can head on out with the rest of our Tuesday together. So let's um, let's uh, pray together. Father, I thank you so much uh, for the power of forgiveness, Lord. Thank you that you forgave us freely all our debts. You Um, are not withholding your affection from us. You wiped away um, our sin, Father. You have made us clean and white as snow. And I pray that that model, that power, would really begin to flow through us uh, as we are brave and willing and and powerful enough to offer that same forgiveness to other people. Thank you, Lord, for the wonderful promises in Scripture that that say that when we do, we will experience more of the kingdom living uh, in our lives as your love becomes a cornerstone of everything that we are. So Jesus, thank you so much for uh, for your strength that becomes our strength, for your joy that becomes our, our joy. Uh, and we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would really uh, just inspire the courage and the confidence to, to, to step into this area um, and live it out wholeheartedly. And we honor you so much, Father. Thank you that we will become more like you when we do. And we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.